Radio Tiny House is on the air. Good morning and welcome to Radio Tiny House. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Today's it's a beautiful day. Yes. And we don't get too many days like this in late December. Uh, today's December 29th, Tuesday morning. We're at it again. Yes, we are. I love doing this. We survived Christmas. We did survive Christmas. That was a lot of fun. Christmas um, in a, although technically we say this every week, we're not in a tiny house. We're in a, a, a small shed house for us. Um it can get very crowded. Yeah, it can get crowded, but you didn't introduce yourself or me. Oh, I'm Barry Smith. I'm Beth Smith. <laughs> <laughs> you should know that by now if, if you're watching us. Or if, maybe this is your first time. If you're listening for the first time, I'm Barry Smith. And I'm Beth. <laughs> should we start again? Or no? <laughs> no. Let's just go on. Let's just plow through. That's that's what we do here at Radio Tiny House. We try to make this uh, as much fun as possible and to be more like uh, a, a radio program than a, a podcast that right. uh, we're in. Hence in, the name. We are an NPR podcast. No. And we, no, we, we don't do that. We try not to be that. We, don't, we even drink coffee on the air. Yes, we do. And we have some. We do indeed. So. Christmas. We survived Christmas. We did. We, we got, got rid really... of all of those Amazon boxes. Oh my gosh. Yes, and we had um, we got um, a really fun gift, which is why we're wearing our uh, scarves today. Uh, pla- yes, plaid we're, scarves. We're, we're um, these are not our Scottish clan um, colors or tartan. Um, but for those of you that watch the video, you'll be able to see them, obviously. Yes, yes. They, but it's just... quite a nice scarf, and it's very warm right now. And Barry's is red plaid, and mine is, of course, pink plaid. Right. Purple. Um, but um, one of our daughters yeah. gifted us with... Um, Maybe it was both. Did they It may have been together? both. I don't know. I don't know. know. Um, with a, uh, a square foot of land each in Scotland and so we are now officially Lord Robert and Lady Beth. Exactly. And uh no, you can't put a tiny house on one square. Well, I think foot maybe we, we should go do a Lego tiny house <laughs> on great. it. And then and video that. So that gives us an excuse to go to Scotland when we can start traveling again and then we'll put a Lego tiny house right. on top of it so, and take a picture. So we can fun. visit our own square foot of land. Yes. I, I hope there's somewhat adjacent but we can use the title. I read about a guy who said he was using his title, and um, they were treated very differently on the airplane than they normally do. So he yeah. decided to use his title to travel. Uh, I don't know that that works these days, but it might. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I've never been one before. I've never been a lord or a lady. I don't even think I've been a lord of leaping You might have uh, been in, a, in a Christmas play or anything like that. So we're coming up on New Year's. Yeah. I hope everybody's got uh, plans for a safe New Year. And uh, by the way, the old Irish tradition of leaving the door open at midnight to let all the bad juju out of 2020. Right. I think we all need to participate yeah, we, in that. Yeah, we're planning on doing that. And, um, we're cleansing. That's a tradition. Maybe some sage to be added to the mix. <laughs> yes, we can add um, um, Native American sage. What do they call that? Purging or Purge, well, I don't know. Yeah. Our, I don't know our daughter does it. Um, both our daughters actually do it. Yeah. But uh, I love that Irish tradition of uh, opening the door, letting the old year out, and letting the new year in. Um, this year, we may have to open the door quickly and then close it again quickly so we can trap the good new new year before it goes. <laughs> I know I'm out of here. Um, 
But uh, yeah, so happy new year. We'll um, we can officially say now we'll see you next year right. for our, our first podcast of twenty twenty one. Wow! Oh, yay! Amazing. Uh, so Ooh, I'm on, getting hot. I'm taking the, off this yes. thing. Well, hopefully that's well. I mean, for our viewers, hopefully that's all you'll take off. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. I'm if not in we, Scotland. It's it, warmer than that. Here. If we fade to black, there may she may have removed something else. But yeah, uh, <laughs> so you never know. Today we're going to talk about uh, on the agenda. We're going to talk about another reason for going shetty or or tiny. Uh, we're going to talk about something that's huge. Yeah. In the news right now, and a growing trend. And then we've got a couple of really interesting uh, news stories. I think that uh, that people. I hope you'll find interesting. I found them kind of interesting um, and a little bit expensive, but we'll we'll talk about that too. So one of the top reasons for going shetty, we talk about it every week, just because it's a it's a subject that uh, people always want to know. You know, why the heck why, did you do that? Why did you do that? Why did you go tiny? Why did you build a shed? Um, and people are always asking in our groups on Facebook or um, even in emails. Um, you know what? Why did we do this? And then we try to help them find their reason for going shetty. And most people have more than one. Yeah. So this one today is is easy. It's money. Yeah, that's a big motivator. Yeah, money's a big motivator. Particularly in 2020, when everybody is on the move, people are moving out of cities, and because for one reason or another, but often that's a money motivator. Right. And people have lost their jobs, and blah blah blah. There's a lot of reasons. That people are really focusing on money right now, right? And 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 building a, a, I mean, building any kind of house is not. <clears throat> it could be inexpensive to build a shed house, but it's not necessarily cheap. Um, you can uh, spend a, a lot of money on your shed house or your tiny home. I mean, you know, I've read stories of people spending two hundred thousand dollars on on tiny homes, which flabbergast me. But uh, you know, a shed house is is basically. Um, a stick-built house that then you can put that that is is bare. I mean, you know, you can do anything you want to to the inside. So Scott and his wife put um, you know marble countertops in, and I mean they yeah they were in Louisiana. And we right? did a Facebook live with them that sadly didn't go very well because the internet connection. But in our uh, Facebook group, he's put several videos in there, and he's just done an amazing job. Scott was a builder. Right. They got a what a, the drag and drop shed that we've discussed in here before, uh, but they had had some financial reasons for doing it, and now they live in this beautiful small home that's about the size of what we call our shafas. But they will probably build something bigger at some point. But they seem very happy in what they're doing, so right. it's a huge cost saving for them. Um, you know, the the challenging for us, or when you do some of these things, we talked a little bit about rent to own. Um, is just that there can be quite a bit of upfront money to get it done. You can right. save a lot of money, you know, like you can chop up pallets if that's what you need to do, go to restores and get cabinets or whatever. Um, so there's, you know, people ask how much it costs, and it's so hard to say because what I spent is not what you will spend. Well, and these days it, it doesn't really matter. Um, I mean, it... And that's a question people ask us all the time. All the time. And we always have to, you know, when, whenever we give an answer, we have to say, we, we did ours three years ago. 
and what we paid is going to be oh, uh -huh, yeah, is going to be significantly less than what you're going to pay today for the same thing because of lumber costs lumber costs are, are up uh um, labor and, costs are up. Well, and I think I heard this, and I need to ask about several Tough Shed folks in my Facebook group, so I just need to reach out to them. But I heard that Tough Shed, the people that we used, their shed business is up 10, no, 10 times. Right. Not 10%, 10 times. If you walk into a Home Depot, you can kind of feel it because there's always somebody there doing projects. And we've talked about this before. We couldn't get the lumber for our fence because they didn't have it. And so lumber has gone crazy. Um, but also, you know, I don't know how many people are actually going to work and building during COVID. Right. It may be something that's, a ch you know, getting labor may be a challenge. So anyway, that was our main motivation was to build something that we could afford, that we could have paid off, that we wouldn't have to worry about, uh, you know, finances hanging overhead. And many people do it for that. We talked last week about rent to own uh, to help cut down some of those initial costs. But that can be, you know, expensive. Right. Um, but anyway, yeah, money is, the I think, the top one. And, of course, you do have other outgo, you know, land and wells and land, septics yep. and things like that. So it can't be something. You can't do it if you have no resources. Right. But so, it can save money in the long term. Right. Right. Unless you know somebody that's got some property that uh, that has backyard. that infrastructure already built. Um, or, yeah, or, or if you live in an area where you can put... Uh, which is going to be our next topic, an ADU in the backyard, mm -hmm. then those costs can be significantly reduced because you don't have to pay for the land. You don't have to pay for the well or the septic. Right. Um, well can be very expensive. I mean, you know. it uh, Unless you uh, have Barry Smith, the world's best water dowser. Yes. I, who yes, can find water. I am a, a dowser. Uh, but <laughs> only, I've seen Mr. Only, only one experience, I, our well. But I've still. seen Mr. Blanding builds his dream house or whatever that movie's called. And um, they went, what? How, how many feet remember. did they have to go it's for their old, well? Uh, it's hilarious. Cary Grant movie. Um, but um, so the costs are, uh, our upfront costs could be fairly big, big. Um, but, but overall right you're not financing $250,000 um, for, the rest for of your 30 life. years I mean right. you know you this is an expenditure that you can um, get in pay your upfront costs whatever that may be for infrastructure um, and then if you've got enough cash uh, to pay for your house or the the drag and drop shed, or even rent a drag and drop shed, and build if you're if the company will let you do that, because some of them will and some of them won't. Right. And, and some of your cities uh, will. So and check that out. Well, but, some will and some won't let you do right, that. Right. But money is 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 a huge motivator. That's why we do so many things. We go to work. Uh, that's why we um, uh, have the kind of cars we have, or we we are in the business that we're in because we all enjoy making money. I mean, it's it's, well, we enjoy it's the, the keeping it that we, right. that we, we en really we need to work on. We enjoy the results of making money. Right. Like, you know, but. But when you have, you know, like, like we have space here, we don't need to have 4,000 square feet to be happy in. We have multiple buildings on our property. We've talked to several people uh, that are building sheds that are um, – building a family compound kind of like we've got here with what beth calls exploded houses different rooms different functions to different buildings that you right. would normally have in one building um but um you know if you've got four kids why not build you know depending on their ages of course why not you could build a small 
mom and dad mom suite. and dad suite out of a drag and drop shed, and you could build two or three or four uh, other kid suites for still less than what you get into most houses these days. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you there's it's a more expensive way per square foot to build. But it's easy to add on, and then everybody kind of has their space. So it's just something that, you know, a lot of people are looking at and doing. It's a very popular trend. We should do, um, we should do a podcast on exploded houses. We should. That'd be fun because uh, there's many ways to do it. But you have to think about it. The best way to do it is to think about it ahead and have a plan. Right. <laughs> Instead of just you know doing it. Instead but anyway. of building, just building one and then go. Oh, oh that yes, looked good over there. And then, right. Because that can look kind of yeah, nasty. For, forgotten or whatever. All right. So anyway, All right, so money, money is, is, a, is a huge reason to do that. Um, just like we talked about land. Um, uh, we've talked about uh, last week we talked about uh, family commune. Um, not a not. Right. Yeah. But um, it, yeah, it's so there there again, a thousand and one different reasons to do it. You may have a different money reason than somebody else has a money reason to do it, but that's uh, that's a primary motivator for building tiny and for building shetty. Yeah, cool. So cool about money. All right. So the next thing we're going to talk about is um, a, just a, a, this seems to be exploding in California and a couple of other states, and it's uh, the topic of ADUs or auxiliary. Accessory. Accessory. I keep wanting to say auxiliary. Accessory dwelling units. Right. So I, um, on my, our way up to the podcast, because, you know, in my Facebook group um, or in, on Facebook, I do workshops um, for the people and you know, that are interested. And we've done Get It Done in 2021. That was my first workshop. Um, and then in January, I'm going to do one on land. Um that's the first big hurdle is to figure out where the heck you can do this. And it's, you know, it's just a big place to start. And I recommend you own your land, not rent your land, um, because that just becomes a rent trap again. Right. Um, and there's lots of way, reasons that you can't put uh, the kinds of sh- shed buildings or s- tiny houses, however you approach it. Uh, it could be built on site. It could be a drop and drag, a drag and drop. It could be a tiny house on wheels. There's lots of ways you can't, places you can't do that. Right. So it's an uphill battle to try to find where you can build them. But accessory dwelling units have been around for some period of time. And basically they are uh, something in somebody's backyard. Now, because of the of the COVID trend, and people thinking, gosh, I don't think I would ever want my mom and dad to go to a nursing home, which is the terminology we use. They're really more technically different different names than that. But we don't want our mom and dad to go to assisted living. We don't want because we because of COVID and putting them. And we've struggled with my mom. Um, yeah. My brother, thank goodness, is able to stay with her because he was traveling the world and then he had to come home for COVID. So that's kept her safe. Um, but, and then, um, Barry's parents live in a big retirement community community, and that you can move through as you continue to age. Um, thank goodness they have the resources for that, but a lot of people don't, and right. we didn't see them for a long time. I've only seen my mom once during this out in her garage and, um, we've haven't, didn't, weren't able to see your parents for months. Yeah. My folks were on lockdown for 77 days, I think. Right. And now they're, you know, letting people go in, but, and we did see them 
because we are very careful for a variety of reasons, for some health reasons, we're very careful and we almost don't go anywhere right now. Um, but, you know, I think people are really questioning that. Let's put all the um, people past 60, 70, 80, whatever the number is, in a group together because it can be really dangerous. Right. And we don't know that COVID's going to go away or, or something new will come. So I think people are really questioning that. Um, so they're putting people or thinking about putting people in accessory dwelling units. Um, and maybe in your community, you have the ability to do that and you didn't even know it. Now, what an accessory dwelling unit is, it's usually smaller than the house that's there. Okay. It usually fits in character with the area, right? There's some, often some, you know, they don't want a log cabin in a place of subdivision, let's say. Many subdivisions, by the way, wouldn't let you have an accessory dwelling. That's just part of the subdivision rules. But if you live in a place that sort of those marginal or maybe older communities, you might be able to do that. Um, and I actually talked with the county where my mom lives. She lives kind of on a, not in a subdivision, but just like on a, on a road. And they have had an accessory dwelling unit uh, clause in their um, county code, code right, for some period of time. So Atlanta, we talked about this briefly last week. Atlanta has just added accessory dwelling units back in. There was uh, a period of time, I'm sure, before they started doing all this zoning and planning, that they had the ability to put a garage apartment or something in the back, then they kind of outlawed that. Now they're bringing it back. A frog. A, fr <laughs> a frog. When we moved to South Carolina, everybody kept talking about frogs. I'm like, what the heck is a frog? And that's a family, family room, room over garage. garage. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what a frog was. But anyway, the, an ADU. Um, so if you're thinking about some version of a tiny home or if you're thinking about some place for mom, um, you know, you can look into having an ADU. Also, people now are using ADUs, accessory dwelling units for Airbnbs, yep. their pool house, you know, that kind of thing. So um, I'm nibbling on the thought of having a workshop in February about accessory dwelling units because this is something that's so important. Um, so I will, I just thought of it or realized the importance of it when we were kind of preparing for this, but it's something that could really make a difference in, you know, your family's life. I just had, I mean, he's moving in, in my microphone. microphone. Um, because I back away from it because my voice is so. Her voice carries. Uh, carries. When, uh, when we used to, um, Sing. sing. Uh, he played drums, uh, I played drums and I sang. We used to, and we recorded a, a, an album, and uh, we would go in the studio, and we'd have to back her way off because of, of my voice. Her, her voice. Yeah. But so, I will say your voice has mellowed oh. over the years, so it doesn't quite... She used to send almost every microphone into feedback. Yeah. I mean, it was incredible. Yeah. But... Um, Anyway, so anyway, I just so try to back away from the microphone, and he's fussing at me. Um, anyway, so ADUs, a huge trend. Um, maybe we'll call it something like, there's a, um, a thing called a place for mom, right? right. Like a, an assisted living search place. So maybe we'll call it something like, I don't know, a place for grandma or a place for dad, or yeah. I don't know. We'll call it something fun. Yeah, why does dad always get left out of stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, we don't that. care about dad. That's, uh, I guess that's true. Anyway, but ADUs. So if you're thinking about a place for mom, um, look into that in your community. Of course, if you want some additional help, just email 
Barry at uh, Radio Tiny House, and um, we can certainly at, get at gmail.com. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, Radio Tiny House at gmail.com, and we can certainly get you in the right direction. Yeah, it's um, it's I'm, too important not to give you let you if you if you're thinking of this, it's too important not to let you kind of be able to direct you. Or even if you've got a, a, a teenager or. Uh, a kid that's uh, you know living with you that uh, your kid that has gone to college yeah and they kind of want to have their own space but they you know uh, you take get them out of your basement and put get, them in your backyard get them out of the basement and put them in an ADU in your backyard that way they have their own space um, they can be however they want it to be for guys it would probably look like a, a normal dorm room with clothes everywhere and stuff like that but um, but then you don't have that in your house. By the way, if you're living in the city or county that uh, has ADU uh, code, you probably can't just throw a drop and drag sh- shed in the back. Right. You probably are going to have to do something with a real foundation and real things in it just to kind of let you know that. Right. But you can still buy a shed um, where you can put it on a real foundation, whether it's a probably you know a, sol- a concrete foundation or a a concrete block or something like that. So, Maybe. I mean, you don't know. Well, we did. We did, I mean, and we made it to code, but that doesn't necessarily mean they would allow it. I, you just they, They're just, every place has different codes. Right. Exactly. <clears throat> you just have and, to find out. And that's the challenge, because you Nothing can, is consistent. Nothing is consistent. State for state to state's not consistent. City to city within a state is not consistent. So it's uh, it can be interesting to There are websites that you can do houses. a lot of research. Yes. Okay. Onward and forward. Onward and forward. All right. So speaking of kind of uh, ADUs, uh, although they're they're not, there may be PLDUs, parking lot units. I don't know. Um, the city of Redondo Beach, California. Uh, I've been to Redondo Beach. It's a wonderful place in the summer. Uh, is uh, joined a list of cities that are using eight by eight. Uh, they call them pallet sheds because they ship flat and they just they're very easy to put up but they're using these eight by eight pallet homes for uh, homeless people and they're looking at uh, the idea of also uh, uh, there are a lot of elderly people that are that live in California and that move to California specifically because of the weather um, and they're looking at also doing things like that for elderly populations um, to get them to transition from their home to living by themselves without their partner or to if they don't have to be in a nursing uh, home, if they if they can st- still take care of themselves um, and then move on. But the big push right now is, is homeless people. And the article talked about not there aren't a whole lot of, of homeless people in Redondo Beach. There are 200 homeless people that they know of well when they start building the, here's the tricky part when they start building them pilot homes they'll, guess what will happen come. they will have more yeah. if you build it they will come and that's the real challenge with trying to solve the homeless problem is how do you keep it from continuing to replicate but, right well you can't uh, you know communities have tried to keep homeless people out for for years and it's it's impossible to do right and uh, but I, and building homes for them will attract more there but you we're, we have homeless people all over the country no matter what right, so I, why not give them a safe place to be right i read an, a really sad story uh last night i was reading it to barry um on a facebook group that i was in and some couple their house burned down but because they had two dogs one which was a pit bull or rottweiler i think it was a rottweiler 
they couldn't find a place to rent. They ended up being homeless because they didn't want to get rid of their puppy. Now, me, I might have been a little more practical and I may have done something with a puppy. I don't know. It's hard to know. But anyway, um, they ended up being homeless and they could never find a place to be. And she was shocked by how people treated them, even though they he had work. Um, anyway, they finally, long saga, but they finally ended up building their own shed house and feel so much more secure by not having a rental. Right. Right. Because they didn't have, unfortunately, they didn't have renter's insurance. Anyway, it was a long, sad tale, but um, they now finally feel secure by having their own little t- tiny piece of land and their own little tiny shed house so they don't have that insecurity but they lived a period of time homeless right. and that was really well bad. the the you know the interesting thing about homelessness these days is that it used to be um uh you know people who were um what what was the word we used to when they were uh when they travel, a hobo, when they travel by train. Oh, yeah, yeah, hobos. They're people that went and did odd jobs. They didn't have a, a real job. They uh, often just took off on their own because they had, you know, whatever reasons they were doing that. Um, and it was their choice to have that kind of lifestyle. And these days, homelessness can be anybody from, uh, you know, the, um, the drug out addicts that we see on on many city streets to people that are working in a hundred thousand dollar a year jobs in, in California, you know, entry exactly. point of the house. They, they, they live in their motor home. They live in their station wagon. They live, but they still have a job. Yeah. Well, um, that's why so many people, I mean, the great thing about California right now is that if you live in some sort of marginal housing, like an RV, they are letting people park everywhere. Right. Right. But the bad thing about it is they are letting people park everywhere and there are abandoned motorhomes and there are tents and everything. And of course, it's just really difficult to manage all of that. So anyway, I don't want to get into a homeless. No, 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 no. I'm well, not, no, we're just. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Guess but who's getting guess, into the tiny yeah, house business? Get, get, Beth, Beth reads the uh, thing, well, the bullet point. Um so IKEA, IKEA of all people, the Swedish meatball people. Well, well I guess been, they're known for furniture too. They've been noodling on this. <laughs> Get my little joke there. I did. Yes, they've been noodling on this for a while. This is not new news, but maybe they're actually starting to um, actualize they, the the houses. They're cool. The one I saw is cool looking. It's black and with a kind of a natural interior. Right. Somebody in the comment below the IKEA article, it basically looks like a container home. Right. Flat, square. But somebody said, can you imagine all the little Allen wrenches they're going to send you to put that thing together? (laughs) And the instructions with the little man. And the little people, yes. And the uh, IKEA instructions. Yeah, I've had a hard enough time sometimes putting (laughs) IKEA furniture together. Right. uh, Putting together an IKEA um, tiny house might be really challenging. I'm assuming that they'll... Have contractors, you know, uh, that they'll, um, they'll, they'll, we put together an IKEA kitchen. I don't know. It may we, all come flat pack. We did. Yes. They may, you may have to have people with little tiny Allen wrenches. Get your to house, house together. flat pack. You can take it home on a trailer today. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so I, I mean, that's, that's, it's smart. I think I of, mean, them, of the, them to recognize that there's, there's something that they can, that the, the uh, challenge is where. Well, Back to the whole where are you going to put it? Right. Um, you know, there are trailer parks in most states that have become um, less than appealing, you know, they because the trailers are getting old. And, you know, the whole notion of trailer parks right. versus, you know, the whole 
concept of trailer trash and whatever. Now everybody's realizing that wasn't such a bad life right. to live inexpensively. But the trailer parks are really getting run down and never really were done with any idea of urban planning. Um, so um, it'll be interesting to see where you're going to put tiny IKEA tiny houses. There are, you know, there are tiny house neighborhoods that are trying to start every day. Right. It's just challenging to actually make it happen. Now, Florida, we talked about this before. Florida is easier because most places in Florida approve um, tiny houses on wheels, um, but they are requiring certain certifications and whatever. And I just don't know. We don't know anything about how that's going to apply yet. Right. But um, yeah, the big problem is where. Well, and and it's but for IKEA, the smart thing is is you know that there's uh, there's a need for it for um, to help with homeless populations. Whether My, they're, you I know, doubt whatever, these are going to be whatever. for that. Oh, I bet you cities will buy these and, well, and they put might. them up. I think they're probably um, going to be more. But I mean, they probably come with all the storage that, like we talked about this when we oh, went I'm to sure. IKEA. You know, all the storage and everything built in, so you just walk in with your clothes. But the, but the other thing that they can do in the market is the, they the, can they, they can meet the desire for them because people who want to have a second home could go to IKEA and just buy an IKEA throw tiny it on home. Their lake if you want to have uh, have it be your primary residence, you could buy two or three and have an exploded house. Um, you know, made by IKEA. It's kind of weird to think about a house made by IKEA, but I, I mean, how you know, we've had furniture over the years that has lasted years. Yeah, I was. I also am in an Italy group, a renovating Italy group, because my dream is to have a villa in Italy. One of my many house dreams. But anyway, this person said they moved into a villa in Italy, and all the antiques had been taken away, and they had been all been replaced by IKEA furniture, <laughs> and so she was. Then going back and trying to get Italian antiques to put in her 500-year-old villa or right. whatever. So it's not just here no, that it's... IKEA has taken over. It's <laughs> everywhere. But anyway, I think that's exciting. And the great thing about it is once IKEA or somebody like that starts building quality, that was what happened in the motor, uh, mobile home business. It became um, very inexpensive building. They tried to keep them light. Right. So they could build them big. Right. And then they were not very well put together. You know, like instead of one by four or two by fours, they were building them like one by threes or something small. So, you know, everything had to be different. But it was also flimsy and falling apart. And yeah, right. anyway, there was lots of reasons that it didn't work very well. So they got a bad, bad reputation. But hopefully IKEA is not doing that. Um, it, I'd be curious to actually see one, peek underneath, try to figure out how it's built. Well, I think we may have to just may have to take a road trip. Go, take a road trip to Sweden. And uh, I wasn't um, thinking Sweden, but maybe well, somewhere. Well, we may wait until spring, the thaw, spring thaw. Take yeah, take a road trip and a camera. There you go. And go to IKEA. Okay, we're at thirty minutes. So, uh, well, that's short for us. <laughs> Lately, <laughs> I do put this up on uh, YouTube for the video part. So I do the video editing, and Barry does the audio editing because he's the audio guy. And oh my gosh, it is so uh, gets so difficult for me to upload them when they're long. Well, so yeah, thirty minutes. And, and again, we've talked about internet, rural internet. Just check it if you're if you're buying in a rural location. Buying land in a rural location to put a tiny house or a shed home on, check your internet. Well, we checked the cellular data. That's what we thought was important. Yes. And by the way, we have our new 5G phone, and we're recording on it now for our video, and I think it looks pretty good. It does. It, um, uh, and so I think I like it better than the, uh, than the although I look like I need some sun. Yeah. Um, that's okay. Um, but, uh, you know, now we have 5G, we can use that to upload our 
videos, but I've eaten up all the data this month, so he's fussing at me (laughs) in my efforts to upload things onto YouTube. I'm not fussing at you, but I I did fuss at the kids the other day. (laughs) We're using all the data. Like, oh my gosh. And we're on unlimited data, but you know they they throttle you back if you go too far. Yes, they do. You get your hands lapped. Which is, if you have unlimited data, it should be truly unlimited data. Um, So anyway, next week. Coming up, well, not not next week, but uh, coming up in January, yeah, you've got a workshop I on do. Um, land. How to find land to put your tiny house on. I like the land at Disney World at Epcot. Yeah, the land. Yes. Um, and we'll, um, I'll next week, because I'll probably put it like mid-January. I usually do these workshops, by the way, on Saturday because most people work, you know. And uh, so I usually do them on Saturday. But next week, I'll uh, we'll put... I'll have the date and everything set up so we can do the workshop on land. But it's land about where you can put your shed. Um, What I'm doing, which is a crazy um, effort, but state, I'm trying to go state by state for these workshops and know where you can do it in the state that my workshop attendees are in. Right. Right. So I know now all of the state of Tennessee what you can do. I know most of Georgia. I'm working on Alabama, you know, the southern states that's around us right now. Um, unfortunately for Georgia, there are like 159 counties. And in Texas, there are like 57 counties. Right. We so have, Georgia has more counties than any Georgia state. is challenging, but I kind of know most of that. But anyway, so state by state, I'm trying to go and say, which county can you build what? Um, and there are there's websites and things I can look it up, but it's just really time consuming. So um, I try to do that prior and know where everybody is so I can help them. So it can be a real, that's why I do them so live. So you can do it more personalized than just a blanket. Right. That's why I try a... to do them live right now. Someday I might not be able to keep that up, but I've tried to do them live so I can give them one-on-one feedback about what they need in the workshop. Right. Otherwise, I could just do be some course creator and throw it up on something and say, here, watch this. Well, that's not going to help the individual folks. Right. I try to keep them really inexpensive. But anyway, we'll talk about that next week. Indeed. Middle of January. Middle of January. All right. So I think that's it for today. Yep. So um, have a great week and happy new year uh, from all from of Lord us. From Lord and Lady. From Lord and Lady well, what would we Smith. be? Smith. Well, I guess Lord. Well, I'd be Lord Robert, and you'd be Lady Beth. So okay, from the Lord and Lady. Yes, then. from the Lord and Lady. Uh, Happy New Year. Um, let's make twenty twenty one better than twenty twenty. Well, open those doors. Because I got to tell you, this has been a crap year. <laughs> Well, in some ways, it's been good. Well, in many ways, it's been good. Uh, we started this podcast. Yeah, we've gotten to hang out more. Um, uh, I am. I do have my gypsy feet on so i really need to start traveling again but it'll happen gypsy feet on I've yeah never heard that before but yes wanderlust lust i've got is, uh, yes i'm ready to go somewhere too i don't care where warm cold well, you, I th- care. Th- this time of year i used to think oh gosh wouldn't it be nice to be in hawaii now i don't care if i i wouldn't mind being in lander wyoming in the middle of a snowstorm just because it's as long as i had a big different wood stove so All anyway, right. you can look us up uh, at um, Radio Tiny House on Facebook. Uh, you can look us up on uh, Tiny Houses Shed Homes. And we you al- have a, a we Gmail also, account. We all, right. We also have our uh, Facebook page, um, My Tough Shed Home. Yeah, and that's enough. And that's enough. You can look uh, also uh, reach us at Radio Tiny House at gmail.com. Yep. And I think that's it. Okay. So have a great week. 
Barry Smith. Beth Smith. And remember, for flowers, Rhapsody in Blooms. 